morning and welcome to the SB Nation NFL show. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. It is Thursday, April 27th, 2021. Let's kick off your day with the biggest stories in the NFL. We are just three days away from the draft, and as you might imagine, the rumors are starting to fly. The biggest one came early on Monday morning in Peter King's Football Morning in America column, where he wrote that the Atlanta Falcons are open to taking calls on Julio Jones. And since Peter wrote about that, it's been jumped on by others, Albert Breer of SI.com, Ian Rappaport of NFL Media, and it's taken on a life of its own. Now, keep in mind, anyone that trades for Julio Jones is going to inherit a contract that pays out $15.3 million in 2021, $11.5 million in 2022, and in 2023, and that's if Julio doesn't want a new deal the second he is traded. King says a future second-round pick is, quote, fair for Jones. But keep in mind, the Falcons somehow got a second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu in 2019. So you would think they would want more than that. Regardless, the word is now out. If you need a starting wide receiver, Julio Jones is clearly in play. Let's go to San Francisco now, where Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch spoke in a press conference, and they didn't really answer a ton of questions. But one thing that they did answer, without specifically saying yes or no, is the future of quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle Shanahan was asked, if he could guarantee that Jimmy Garoppolo would be on the 49ers roster on Sunday, which is, of course, after the NFL draft. Here is the exact response from Kyle Shanahan to that question. Um, I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive Sunday, so I can't guarantee who will be on our roster on Sunday. Um, So that goes for all of us. Now, from that answer, I think there's only two things we can infer. One... The 49ers intend to trade Jimmy Garoppolo during the NFL draft. Or the 49ers intend to murder Jimmy Garoppolo at some point during the NFL draft. Both of those options, apparently based on that quote, are on the table. Hopefully, for Jimmy's sake, it just means a trade. Speaking of teams talking about their quarterbacks, the 49ers were not alone in that yesterday. Brian Gutekunst is the general manager of the Green Bay Packers, and he was asked about Aaron Rodgers' future because there's only one more year with guaranteed money left on Rodgers' deal. Here's Brian Gutekunst's answer. Aaron's our guy. Um, He's going to be our quarterback for the foreseeable future. We're excited about, you know, kind of the things we're going to try to accomplish here over the next couple of years. So, um, we certainly think that, um, you know, with the contract that you're kind of talking about, is something we'll work through. We're going to have to do probably a few things with different contracts as we, as we head towards the season and through the season to make sure that our salary cap situation, not only this year, uh, but in 2022, um, is square. So um, we're not done yet. We've done a lot to get here. Uh, we've kind of been doing things as we go, and we will continue to do that as we go. If you're wondering why he would waffle after Aaron Rodgers just coming off an MVP year where he threw 48 touchdown passes, the Packers might like the fact that they can essentially go year to year with an older quarterback when they have Jordan Love waiting in the wings. While we don't expect Aaron Rodgers to fall off a cliff, I'm sure the Packers like the fact that if he suddenly did, they can cut bait and bring in Jordan Love without skipping a beat. That's part of the reason why Aaron Rodgers has been so noncommittal about his future football plans, because he knows with no guaranteed money left in his contract, there's nothing specifically tying him to Green Bay. 
Let's go to Cleveland now, where I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Browns have a settled quarterback situation. Baker Mayfield just got his fifth-year option picked up. He had a press conference yesterday. He was asked about Odell Beckham Jr. and the fact that they have never really gotten on the same page since they've been together. And Baker said that don't buy into the narrative that the Browns were suddenly better because Odell wasn't on the field. He expects big things for the pair in 2021. Anytime you're going in from year one to year two in the same system, you're going to make a tremendous jump. But I also think where we were at before his injury happened on, on you know, an underthrown ball by me, that uh, we truly didn't have a, a true identity on offense at that point. And I think, you know, that took our bye week right in the middle of the season last year to really sit down and do a self-scout uh, and for us to grow. So I, I think, you know, I've talked to Odell. He, he's very happy where he's at on the rehab process. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. He, he looks good. He feels good. And, uh, you know, looking forward to starting where we should. And finally, let's stay in the AFC now. This is a fascinating story, at least to me. I hope you like it as well. Inside and outside of football, Bitcoin has become quite the rage with many people investing in it, some people not understanding it, some people wanting to know what it was. Russell Okung, the offensive lineman, was the first NFL player I saw to get serious about it and had a portion of his salary converted to Bitcoin. Well, in Kansas City, Sean Colkin is taking the next step because he has decided to convert his entire salary in 2021 to Bitcoin. And in case you're wondering, that is $920,000 that he is banking on something that literally has gone up $2,000 since I woke up this morning. He gave a quote on it. He said, I want to do this with the thought it would continue to rise over the long term. This is for me a long-term play, a generational play. The more research I did and the more I zoomed out, I didn't necessarily link volatility to risk. I saw Bitcoin was growing at such an exponential rate. It should be noted that Colkin is 27. He joined the Chiefs this past February on a reserve future contract, so his NFL career is far from certain. If Bitcoin keeps going up, obviously this could be a massive success for Colkin. But if it goes down and his NFL career ends quickly, which many, many careers in the NFL do when you're not a star player, this could be a disaster. I do not know that I would have the onions, let's say, to make such a move. But credit to you, Sean Colkin. Shoot your shot. That is the latest news in the world of the NFL on Thursday, April 27th, 2021. If you haven't subscribed lately, now is the perfect time. Take five seconds and do it. We appreciate it. Drop us a rating and a review if you like what you hear. And stay tuned later today for the SB Nation NFL show. RJ Ochoa and I are going to do something a little different. We are going to preview every division in the NFL's draft needs, and you don't just have to take our word for it because we are going to have experts from around the SB Nation NFL community that know the divisions better than anybody else. They're going to give you the best info you can find better than any of the talking heads on TV because they're on the ground knee deep in this stuff every single day. We'll preview every division. We'll tell you draft needs, biggest fears, and more. It is a special two-part edition of the SB Nation NFL show. You don't want to miss it. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.